Hey everybody and welcome to the sports 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 podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us as always is the sports outsider. Phil That's my name. Don't no. You can wear it out. I don't care. Hey, That's happy happy All Star break, Phil. Uh happy All Star break. I'm an All Star. Get your game on. Go play. That's exactly what they said to all of the American and National League All-Stars. Exactly. It's become a tradition since the release of Astrolab yep. <laughs> for both Major League All-Star clubhouses to listen to Smash Mouth's All-Star yeah. to get psyched for the and game. And then they listen to all the rest of the album with such hits, including... Uh, oh, uh, Can't Get Enough of You, Baby. Yeah, Can't Get Enough yeah. of You, Baby. And a oh, cover... That wasn't on Fushu, Maine? Their this first is, album? Uh, uh, might have been. This might have been. This is why a lot of baseball Just players... Just like Walking on the Sun. That was also from Fushu. Yeah, I, I knew that yeah, one. Oh, what about the I'm a Believer? Uh, that oh. was on the Shrek the soundtrack. The Shrek soundtrack. Yeah. Well, all major leaguers already own the Shrek soundtrack. That's true, yeah. yeah. That's but, uh, her face. <laughs> but that's really the only... I mean, I think this is why a lot of the older players don't come back to the, to the All-Star game in like later years. You what? go to like four what? or five and you're like, I just can't go back and listen to another entire album cut of uh oh shit smash mouth smash mouth smash mouth it's i'd rather smash my mouth i just think of mac football and then i smash mouth (laughs) that's how i get there that's what they say (laughs) uh but today on the show we're we're doing world cup stuff yeah vive la france yeah Yeah, france won we gave you la france we gave you no world cup coverage during the actual world cup the most popular sporting event in the world too tough too much going on but now that it's done and france won la france won yeah by the way i have a neighbor Mm -hmm. uh french yeah had a french flag out sunday i was a little hungover french stewart Yes, I live ah, next. your neighbor French had a French <laughs> That sort of works. You got to go, is he French? And the answer is yes. Right. But it was just great because they were going nuts. I'm a little hungover on Sunday. I'm hearing like, ah! Ah! I was like, oh, God, what is this? Yeah. He's like, la France, la France, And then they're singing like the national anthem and what Tout I... <laughs> yeah. Oh, Champs-Élysées. And then racist chants, I presume. I yeah. assume, yeah. I don't... Fun. I don't fact i was actually in france the last time they won it in 1998 whoa uh, yeah look at mr cosmopolitan over here we were in Ooh. like a condo oh, like marine le pen city, over but, here huh oh geez people were driving around honking horns they were they were pretty into it yeah they're a little but we're having a player from the french team on yeah antoine griezmann Oh, I this, think is his name. This is we'll be able to talk to him about winning a World Cup and yeah. what that meant to the what it meant to him, what it meant to the country. Uh, yeah. Jean was very excited about this one. Yeah, Jean. Oh, Jean. Yeah, yeah. Our, yeah. Our, our, his name's uh, Jean, but he's French, you guys. Did you he's know that? He's French, but he but he's anglicized it and goes by Jean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of our longest running <laughs> gags. Except it's not a gag. It's not a because gag. It's really a guy named Gene, right, from France, from France, who speaks in a perfect French accent, except when he says his own name, and then he goes Gene. Je m'appelle Gene. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And he's got that like crazy lisp in the the weird modulation in his volume. Anyway, he'd be a fun guest, but we're just uh, we can't have him on today because no, we, we have can't. Antoine Grasmont. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, wide world of weird sport. Goddamn right. But first. 
Johnny Manziel update watch update. Johnny Manziel update watch update brought to you by Manziel's put your man boobs in a Manziel today. And unbranded cola. It's unbranded, so it's cheaper. Drink it down, drink it down. Caffeine still. <laughs> Johnny football not playing football. What? Subheadline. Not even Canadian football. Which Ooh. isn't even football. Right. Uh, when Johnny Manziel agreed to sign a two-year contract with the Hamilton Tiger Cats, the natural presumption for was that the former Heisman Trophy winner and first-round pick would end up playing a significant role for the Canadian Football League team. Sure. Or that his mere presence would somehow corrupt the entire country of Canada. Ooh. Oh, you know, we could keep providing universal health care and keeping our cities clean, or we could start telling dick jokes and doing cocaine. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dick jokes are the gateway drug. Right, yeah. exactly. Everyone yeah. knows that. Look what happened to Norm MacDonald. <laughs> but look at how ethnocentric we were. We thought, oh, NFL, American football. If he goes over there, he's going to play. No. Well, Johnny's clean and sober lifestyle may have saved the great white north from becoming great white douches, <laughs> it's been the Hamilton uh, Ticats starting QB, Jeremiah Mazzoli, that is making him starting increasingly unlikely. Whoa. The former Oregon and Mississippi quarterback who went undrafted in the 2011 NFL draft has now tied a record for most consecutive 300-yard passing games in CFL history. Good for oh, him. Nine. So not only is he starting, he is crushing it. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and, and Johnny Football's on the bench behind uh, him. And through the air, which you know, yeah. is interesting. It's not like he's he's running up a storm like you might have expected. No, no. He's, he's through four games. He's second in the CFL in passing yards along with four touchdowns and four interceptions. That's not a great ratio. No. But he's also second in completion percentage, mm. averages 9.2 yards per attempt, and his worst game uh, per season, uh, yardage-wise, was 332 yards. 9.2 yards per attempt is exceptional. I don't know if it is by Canadian rules, but... I think oh, so. Oh, wait, yeah, you got to do the exchange rate. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. The Canadian yard is like uh, 1.3 American yards. Well, yeah. It's funny. Now, this article this article was a CBS Sports article, so everything is in yards, but their field is in meters, correct? Metros, yeah. I would think so, right? I don't know. Because it is longer than our field. I think we, it would we, have to be in metros. It would, they wouldn't know what the hell a yard is. It's three inches shorter. They'd than be the like, meter. a yard is what's in front of your house then. It's three feet. So it's, I mean, I think a yard is something your dog pays in. I'm from Canada. I don't, dear Canadian, just always feel special needs. What? It bothers I'm me. not good with character voices. What? Yeah. I'm what? Yeah. No. That's have you what? ever heard Phil do a character voice? No, he's always out getting burritos. We have, always uh, out getting burritos. We entertaining have, um, guests with yeah. unique voices. Yeah, by uh, the way, I'm 400 pounds because I keep <laughs> yeah. eating burritos every week. Uh, he's led the Hamilton Tiger Cats to a two and two record. And I know what you're thinking. What if his rights have been bought, Johnny Manziel's rights have been bought by the Montreal Alouettes? Would he be starting by now? Good no. question. The answer is a strong maybe. Their situation at quarterback is clearly not figured out. Neither Drew Willie nor Jeff Matthews has really taken control of the job. But the CFL is not a league of what ifs. Mm -hmm. Unless you count every CFL player who internalized thinking about their own careers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but it shouldn't be all bad news for Manziel, especially considering uh, Jeremiah Mazzoli's circuitous path to becoming a star starting quarterback in the CFL. And this is where the article gets really patronizing. Nice. Mazzoli's been in Canada trying to latch on since 2012. He was traded to the Tiger Cats in a large deal back in 2013, but never really got a chance to prove himself until June Jones took over as coach last year and immediately installed him as starting quarterback. That's when Mazzoli began ripping off his stretch of 300-yard passing games. Manziel is behind him on the depth chart, 
but not for anything he's done wrong. It's simply because Mazzoli continues to put up big numbers. Manziel can sit and learn and study differences in the game, become acclimated to Jones' offense, and rather likely eventually get a chance at starting under center and putting up some big numbers of his own. Oh, uh-huh. so condescending. Great, right? Really is. Also, to say that it was no fault of Johnny's sort of implies that the reason why his first-round draft pick status descended this far had nothing to do with him. Well, I think it was his fault that he was in the CFL in the first place. Yeah. True. I think that it was his fault for being famous enough that they wanted to hire him, but not being good enough to play. I, I think it's his fault for partying too much and not being a better quarterback. Oh, Joel, you're like the mayor from Footloose. <laughs> news, news, news on the Spark, Spark, Spark podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Bryce Harper wins home run derby. Hooray! Subheadline, AL wins all-star game. Yay! Uh, sub sub headline: ABC Celebrity Game Night wins ratings. Oh, oh no! Because that's a terrible show. <laughs> it's not a show; it's a block of programming. Like, let's watch Jane Lynch like try to guess the, the password clue. It's ironic <laughs> because uh, because the All Star Game is the Celebrity Game Night of Major League Baseball. Oh, it is kind of ironic. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Uh, Bryce Harper won the 2018 Home Run Derby, hoisting the trophy and giving the hometown D.C. fans something to root for other than an epic collapse of the Phillies and Atlanta Braves. Sure. Mm -hmm. In promotions gone awry news, before the Derby, the Washington Nationals' official account tweeted, Psst, take $1 off Nats ticks for every home run Bryce hits during the hashtag Home Run Derby. Code Derby. Yes, really. Watch tonight. Bye tomorrow. Nice. Mm. Bryce Harper hit 45 home runs. 45 home runs in one game? No, no, no. In the derby. In the home run derby. Oh, (laughs) okay. Oh, my God. I was like, how many times does he go up the bat? You just constructed a scenario in which Bryce Harper breaks baseball. Right. (laughs) Like, that's a season worth, right? What's what's the minimum number of at-bats necessary to get someone 45? I mean, well, Well, 45 45 at-bats. Total at-bats for the team is what I mean. How many times you'd uh, you'd obviously to get Uh, 45 times 8 plus 3? Yeah. Or 44 times 8 plus 3 because he's bats third often. Yep. So that's, uh, you know what? Everyone at home is a calculator. You guys figure that out. Uh, so he had 45 home runs, which uh, won the home run derby, which led the Nationals official account to tweet afterwards. 355. <laughs> Thank you. Bill. You're welcome. Uh, which led the Nationals account to tweet afterwards, BRB apologizing to the finance department. <laughs> Yikes. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, can I, can I get like... Four free tickets to the bleachers? I was going to say, there are restrictions. They will not pay you $30 for bleacher seats. (laughs) Ah, boo. The discount only applies to four games. You had to buy them the day after. Those those were the rules. But you have to pay at least a dollar to get in. Hey, so based on their record, they should be paying us for bleacher seats. Oh, yikes. Yikes. Uh, more about underperformance of expectations than the record. The record's not terrible. Yeah, they, I mean, they're doing fine. Underperformance but, of expectations. Yeah. But if you want those seats in the outfield for a game against the Mets on August 1st, you can get those for just a dollar. Mm. They usually go for 37 mm. but, but not at the Harper discount. Now, if you're willing to pay more, seats down the third baseline, 14 bucks. Mm. Oof. Behind the dugout, $27. Holy crap. That's an incredible $27 thing. is what I usually pay for baseball tickets. $72 seats. Yeah. 
Huh. But that's just to watch a three-hour game, right? It's like you can watch three movies with that. Well, two movies. Yeah. In in L.A.? Yeah. One and a half. Two yeah. two Leslie Nielsen movies, maybe three. <laughs> there we in, go. In a tight yeah. three-hour span. There we go. Uh, but people are asking, was his championship even legitimate? <laughs> maybe the swamp wasn't drained after all. <gasps> what? After all those chants? I know. <laughs> Needing to hit nine home runs in a minute, Harper got in a groove to tie Kyle Schwarber's home runs at the buzzer. It was a buzzer beater home run. Yes. Okay. That's great. Do they time it? Yeah, it's now time. They changed the oh. format of the home run derby. They do a bra- they do it bracket style, where player every player, and then you have it's usually two and a half minutes, I believe, to hit as many home runs as you can. It might be four minutes. Basically you get one timeout, and then if you hit two home runs longer than four hundred and forty feet, you get you activate a thirty second bonus. Ooh, wow, I like this. So it's kind of fun because they basically are just like kids like arcade games. Yeah, <laughs> it's Papa Shot. Can, with can you home activate runs. extra bonuses? No, just the so one. You just get the one per. Okay. Okay. So basically, in the last minute, he's Wait, down nine. He is gets there a in, cheat code where you can get like extra lives? Pass passcode Derby. <laughs> Forty five dollars off tickets. Uh, no. So so he won. Uh, he hit. He was down nine home runs in the last minute. His dad is pitching to him on the mound, right? Yeah. His dad's ripped, too. His dad has amazing biceps. I believe it. He's pitching to him. He hits nine home runs in the last minute in a flurry of activity, and then, so he ties him, and then in his 30-second bonus, he hits a home run, he wins. Okay. okay. Uh, but as Cubs fans watched uh, Schwarber's home run derby title slip away, many were quick to point out that Harper cheated the Cubs slugger. The rules technically called for, they claimed, pitchers to wait on the previous batted ball to land before the pitcher can throw the next pitch. And in Harper's final round, there were some early pitches from Harper's father, Ron. Ron. He had hit a moonshot, say, and before it landed, he had started with the next pitch. Boo. Now, this happened once. Now, people have gone back. This happened at least once to every hitter in the derby. Mm -hmm. And while Harper's was the most egregious example... You know, it's the Home Run Derby. It's an exhibition. Yeah. Who cares, that, right? That's a stupid rule. They should just be pitching furiously and swinging furiously as fast as they can. That's more fun. Cubs, it's almost like Cubs fans are dicks. Cubs fans were like Walter Solchek. Am I the only one who cares about the rules? <laughs> you. Uh, read Cubs fans' Twitters. Just like the Red Sox before them, the Cubs fans have made a heel turn. Now, Bryce Harper tied him. With the 30-second bonus time still remaining. So even if you take away the four dingers that many Cubs fans on Twitter are saying that should be gone, he could have still hit him in the 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, quick examples of some. This is some of Cubs fans' Twitters here. Okay. Bryce Harper cheated. His dad refused to follow the rule that said he had to wait till the ball hit the ground to continue. Schwarber wins. So is anyone going to point out that Bryce Harper and his dad cheated during the home run derby by not waiting until the ball hit the ground? To be honest... Harper and his dad just cheated at the end, throwing pitches way before the previous ball hit the ground. Yes. I know it's just a home run derby, and I really don't care. What? No, no, bull- <laughs> I call bullshit. You get on Twitter to complain about it, you clearly care. I don't like the new longer character limit on Twitter. Yeah. It has not improved the quality of people's tweeting. Harper's dad cheated. Will anyone enforce these rules? Ball has to hit the ground before the pitch is thrown. Yeah. Are we not going to talk about how badly Harper cheated here? We all agree Bryce Harper cheated during the Home Run Derby. Cool. Cool. Home Run Derby was fixed. Harper's dad was pitched in the ball before the previous ball landed. He picked up 30 seconds in the last round. He cheated. 
Okay, so these are all Cubs fans. They're you very. Know, I upset. just I just thought of a great T-shirt. What? It's got the Twitter logo, and it says, "Brevity is the soul of shit." <laughs> well, that's great. It's pretty good. So, that's pretty good. I, I like buy it. that shirt. Thank you. Yeah. Now, it turns out Cubs fans have the rules incorrect. What? As, figure. as there's a sports reporter for the Washington Post who has just been trolling Cubs fans on Twitter ever <laughs> since this happened. It's been great. Nice. He's been he's the one who's been screenshotting the bulk of the Cubs fans' Twitters uh, complaining that have been used in other articles. Yeah. And then he posted, uh, it's hard to find the exact MLB Home Run Derby rules online because it's a fucking Home Run Derby. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm but sure if you called the only up the rule is there are no rules. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure if you called up the press department for the MLB and said, do you have an official posting of the home run derby rules? They'd go, what? No, you'd hear like paper scrambling <laughs> yeah. around. Right. Doug! Doug! <laughs> and then they'd go like, look, this is just a day job, man. <laughs> Where's that post-it? <laughs> um, no, he posted from the scoreboard from before the game. It says, next pitch not thrown until previous ball hits ground, was caught, or left the field of play. Oh, Shazam. This means as soon as a ball has cleared the fence, it has left the field of play. Bryce Harper's dad, Ron. Ron. Ron the Tank. He's yeah. really built. I can't emphasize that enough. Sure. That was the other Twitter reaction was people posting pictures of Ron Harper lifting the home run derby and being like, oh, my God. <laughs> Shouldn't you be pitching to your dad? <laughs> Bienvenue, Antoine Griezmann, uh, a la studio. Uh, hello. You hey can, there, uh, Andy. No, you, it's Anton. <laughs> you can. Uh, you do not have to speak French to me. You I'm trying. Just, uh, I, I know. I, I'm trying to. I, I try to be the uh, sensitive American, not the loud no, American. No, it's you know? okay. I uh, uh, I appreciate uh, you having me on the podcast. Uh, I can speak English very well. Well, felicitations, congratulations on your World Club uh, Championship. Merci, merci. Thank you oh, for did, that. Did France win the whole thing? Yeah, we did oh, this in the intro. We don't oh, shoot we this did, out yeah. of order, Joel. No, Come of course on. we did it. It's the biggest sports event uh, on earth. Yeah. And uh, France uh, reigned victorious. And you, you so, really ran away with it. Oh, we ran away with that uh, trophy, the World Cup trophy. We are big champion winners and now finally we win the respect of all the Americans who have previously made very much fun of the French. Oh. Uh... Because everybody in America was watching and cheering along and saying, Oh, Anton Grismont, you are so good at this uh, soccer. Why? Uh, who told you that winning a soccer game would well, win the respect of Americans? I mean, it stands to reason. <laughs> America who loves sports and loves to spit and <laughs> put dirt on your little faces and go work in a coal mine. Would of course watch a couple of buff sports moms like us and enjoy all of our musculature as we run to victory. I don't know how to break this to you, but in in no particular order, soccer players aren't especially muscular, especially when compared that's to most American muscle. athletes. Yeah, well, they're, they're more cut. They're not yeah. built. I don't I, think they're, that's... They're I, cut, but not... I, I mean, think you're picking nits here, Joel. I do think not speak nits in front of me, Joel. There's no need. I know. Do, would you like an autograph from your favorite if, soccer team? If, 
that's that's all right. If I will give you an autograph <laughs> right on your chest. You know, no, actually, actually, you know, I have something. Could you sign this uh, scrap yes, of paper here? I'd, I I'd appreciate sign an autograph. This scrap of paper. Yeah. He's there a World you go. Cup champion. To my biggest fan, Jordan <laughs> Bomavia. <laughs> Thank there you. There you go. Thank you very much. Now, I, I'm probably not your biggest fan, as as I think yeah. Joel was about to say. Oh, uh, Joel is my biggest fan. In addition to soccer players, let's say not being muscular when compared to sports that most Americans are watching. Oh, like uh, like uh, football, like caroling. <laughs> no, nope. Curling's like, kind of a Winter who, Olympic thing. Who for taught us. you? <laughs> who taught you about the sports that are popular with Americans? Like poker. If you had to guess, I watch the ESPN. If you had to guess, what do you think are the top, say, three sports in America? Oh, that's easy. Uh, it's it's catch. <laughs> okay. It's in almost every movie between father and son. Okay. okay. There's an argument to be yeah, made that's for actually, that one. Yeah. That's, okay. That's Thank actually pretty you. good. Uh, it's probably basketball. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because right. you're like LeBron because he's got a very French name. <laughs> LeBron. Right. The Bron. The Bron. <laughs> yeah. Which means they're strong in French. <laughs> LeBron. And uh, the, the last one would probably be Mega Man. The the video game. The video game. I see everybody say, I want to play the Mega Man. Like maybe 10 years from now, but you didn't mention football. Oh, football. Soccer, as you call it. No, yes, no, no, it's no. Uh, no. American football. Gridiron. You oh, the it. one with all the concussion controversy? Yeah, it'd be. Yeah, I figured you would have soured on that after you found out how dangerous it was to fellow Americans. I think the, the, the greater point that we're getting at here is really soccer... Well, Americans do watch it sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. During the World Cup, they do. Not as much when the U.S. Really. isn't in it. But yeah, so I'm U.S. Just, wasn't in it, and when the games are starting at like eight o'clock in the morning, oh, I'm that just is very early for Americans. A right? little concerned that maybe that Americans aren't going to change their view of the French that much based upon Whoa. this victory. Wait a moment. Mm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say are based solely saying? on this victory, what? not even a little. Not bit. even what? maybe a little. No, I'll, you know, I'm going to meet you halfway. Maybe a little bit, but not oh. a lot. Not a lot. This is very disappointing for me. Mm-hmm. I thought I would be. I thought it was weird when I landed in my aeroplane four hours ago in your LAX airport, and I went, uh, "Where are all the balloons?" <laughs> I imagine there would be balloons and people cheering. Nobody was cheering. No, no. I I imagine you walked through that airport and no one recognized you. I was wearing sunglasses like a celebrity, and one person said, "Anton, Anton, uh, can I talk to you?" And I went, uh, "What?" And they thought I was Antonio Banderas. <laughs> Very embarrassing. Yeah, but but that would sort of but be my. I, I just not. I really I don't know how to break it to you, but it's it's not a particularly popular sport in America. See, it's more popular is, no. now than it's ever been. No, this is correct. I, yeah, I, I, I do not believe that to be true. I think that you are just embarrassed to gush in front of Anton. Mm, I mean, you are just embarrassed because you would rip at my shirt. You've been and in- scream and faint like it's a Beatlemania. You. You've been in L.A. for four hours, you said. Have you been going Uh, out and about? Has has anyone come up to you and said anything about the World Cup since you got here? As a matter of fact, they have. So I was eating at the Burger King right before this because I have heard tell of a chicken nugget value meal and I had to try the American cuisine. And I walked in and went, it's me, Anton. And somebody said, Anton, keep it down. And I assume 
What they meant with it, like, nobody should know it's you inside that riot. I think they just... <laughs> that is probably what they were thinking. You know, I, I think that was more... And then just... they polite me, asked me to leave when I was halfway <laughs> through my meal, I assume, because people were starting to hear tell that I was at the restaurant. No, I I, I think you, you, you might be confusing the general disdain people feel for outward expressions of emotion at fast food restaurants? No, but you're, everybody in fast food the restaurants in France are making out and making love. It's very and different And they love here. outward expressions. In America, people are at fast food restaurants to eat their feelings and then feel shame. No, so, you do not eat your feelings. <sighs> you yell out, I love soccer and I love France. Mm. Because they are champions and even as your president Donald Trump says... Oh, we're going to be tired of winning. Oh, we're so tired. Muscles are hurting from winning. Because you love winners so much. And that is me. I am winner. No, that, well, that, that's true. Americans do love winners. Oh, we we're love winners. Good, but we also have a soft spot, a very large soft spot for the underdog. No. Yeah. I'll Not admit, for the underdog. I was pulling for Croatia in that final what? match. I mean, in I Croatia. I only tuned in for the after last... after what they did to the Serbians. Other other way around, big guy. Oh, <laughs> I clearly. Well, I voted for Marie Le Pen. I don't know much <laughs> yeah, about the world. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, no, but I mean, the the ten minutes I watched at the end, I guess I didn't have much to root for because they were down four to two at that point. But a real that's blowout. right. A real it blowout. was a walloping. We walloped them. There's nothing Americans like better than a beat down. Like Batman's parents in the alleyway. <laughs> did you like the chicken fries? Did you try the chicken fries at Burger oh, King? I did try the chicken fries. Oh, they were delicious. All shell, no chicken. <laughs> Just all fried better. <laughs> oh, and I also uh, I uh, tried uh, your uh, crispy French fries, where you ask for them uh, burnt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is way better than what we have in France, where the potatoes are mostly uh, raw. Now, w- w- <laughs> I, I've definitely had palm frites in France. Right, but they don't cook them like they do in the burn. The no, burn I fries. think they cook them better. They nah. double fry them. It's... Well, I like them better, but I am from France. So we, <laughs> we call them French fries, right? You know what's funny? When you said that, it sounded like you said, yes, call them French fries, because I'm used to the word we oui being yes. <laughs> and I thought that was very funny. Is there anything that you uh, uh, call like food-wise or product-wise with the uh, you know adjective American? Oh, we you know, do. Like we call something French fries, you know. Well, or... for a while you called them freedom fries because you loved France so much that you equated us with freedom. That's Again, right. Egalitarian. You, yes. you might not be getting the best. I don't know what your source is on America, but you. There are things we we call American though as a prefix before. Like what? The, like what? Are... So, uh, for example, when a dog takes a shit, okay, uh, then we call that uh, we call that. Uh, 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 American uh, chicken, <laughs> the pile of shit. Oh, yeah, because America, they uh, take their chicken, they throw it in the freezer, and then they uh, they throw it on in a microwave. Okay, this this, this attitude right here actually has a lot more to do this with why be, we yeah. don't. Yeah, like, that's my. Oh, oh, sometimes there's we no just number call, of World Cups you can win that's going to make no, up for how we feel we about just, you being pretentious. We call like a really ugly man. We call him like he's an American man. <laughs> like if they are really ugly, then we call we be like American man is funny and everybody has a good laugh. Okay, but, Antoine, why don't you go take a shower? Huh? Or sometimes we, uh, we, oh, what the, was that a slur? <laughs> why don't you go take a shower? 
and shave your armpits. Shave my armpits? <laughs> Do American men shave their armpits? Uh, no, we don't. There we go. But we're not French, so... All right. Well, I'm going to go make love to all of your women because I am French and I am a soccer player and very yeah. handsome. You have fun with that. You're welcome. And now it's time for another wide world of Weird Sports! Weird Sports! Wide World of Weird Sports. What do we have on this week? This week's Wide World of Weird Sports, the 15 craziest fan giveaways in baseball history. Ooh. This was written on the Bleacher Report, August 24th, 2012. Blown up oh, disco records. Little old. Little old. Little old, but I imagine they got all the crazy out of the way. Yeah. And so the past six those, years, it's all been super All of those legit. insane fan giveaways from the last six years that you're yeah. thinking of... Not they're not like gonna the, be the iPhone there. six plus giveaway wasn't <laughs> yeah. invented yet. <laughs> Didn't have it yet. Uh baseball usually doesn't sell itself. What? Oh, baseball usually doesn't sell itself. There we go. Teams aspiring to draw large crowds tempt their fans with giveaways and other perks to enhance the viewing experience. So let's relive the free stunts that were especially crazy and strange. Generally, you'll be reading about small market MLB franchises and their minor league affiliates. Anybody who struggles to put a butt in every seat, be grateful that their promoters went through the trouble of organizing and coordinating these events. The first one, honorable mention, 10 Cent Beer Night and the Disco Demolition Night. Right, right. We've already covered both those, so we're going to skip it. 2011 Seattle Mariners, Free Compost Night. Go on. With the environment in mind, six Northwest sport franchises formed the Green Sports Alliance in 2011. The Seattle Mariners emphasized conservation of their fans that season by distributing this garden-friendly mix. It was made using food waste and other items that had been discarded at Safeco Field. Um, thanks? Do they sort the trash at Safeco? Clearly they did for compost night. Yeah. I mean, I imagine it. Was, I mean, it's free. Giveaway. So that's that's garbage. They gave away garbage. They gave away well garbage that had sort of like fermented and broken oh, sure. down. And hey, hey, plant food. Yeah, we we, we were composting in my household. You know, like you know, no. since, since the mid nineties. Oh, I bet you. I bet you our compost heap was much larger than yours. Notice how I said heap. Oh, Jordan. You don't know you're 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 bringing your compost heap to our compost pile fight. Oh, uh, we did not compost. We threw away our garbage like Americans. Yeah. Next, Cocoa Crisp Chia Pet Day, the Oakland Athletics 2012. Immediately upon re-signing Cocoa Crisp, oh, I thought they were talking about the cereal. Uh, <laughs> in January 2012, the Oakland Athletics put in a custom order for these silly things. It's not an example of first-rate craftsmanship, but his prolific afro deserved its own giveaway. Very creative. Uh, Get this, Phil. At one point, the Cleveland Indians outfield had both an outfielder named Coco Crisp and one named Milton Bradley. Hey, that's fun. Festive. Tampa Bay (laughs) Rays 2012 gave away Zim Bears. What? Oh. Oh, these are like teddy bears made to look like uh, famed historian Howard Zinn. Probably. Zim. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays fans went absolutely bonkers for Zim Bears when they were unveiled uh, this past June 29th. That was like six years ago. (laughs) As Thomas Newman of ESPN.com reports, the demand uh, has been so incredible that the team decided to make 10,000 extra for their September 3rd home game. Who knew that miniaturizing the face of an elderly advisor and gluing it to a bear's body would be such a hit? What's the name of the guy? Uh, Don Zimmer? 
Don Zimmer. Okay, there yeah. we go. Is this the guy that Pedro Martinez threw to the ground when he yes. was like eighty-five? Yeah. Goo. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals in two thousand eleven have rally squirrel towels. The St. Louis Cardinals might not have won the 2011 World Series without the Rally Squirrel. Facing elimination against the Philadelphia Phillies in the postseason's opening round, the furry critter interrupted a skip shoemaker at bat by dashing across the home plate. His slash her brief appearance energized the audience, and the team held on for a 5-3 victory. Yep, towels portraying the mascot were produced uh, in time for the next Cardinals home game. That's uh, iffy. Uh, you're kind of taking that from the Angels. Yeah, oh, really? And you're way too old a franchise, Cardinals, to be lifting lifting gimmicks from the frickin' Anaheim Angels. I'm unimpressed. Well, let's do this one, then. The Schaumburg Boomers in 2012 gave away prairie chicken heads. Yeah. These are the heads of prairie chickens? The official site of the Schaumburg Boomers teased this as one of the most unique giveaways of all time. That cannot be disputed. Schaumburg's claim was the freebies were sure to go fast and also proved to be accurate. A crowd of 2,231 fought tooth and nail for the 1,500 heads. Yeah. In the comments section, could somebody please explain to me what a prairie chicken is? I split time between Miami and metropolitan New York, and neither location has any of them. I'll bet money that person's a douche. Yeah, yeah like, why? Hey, what? what was that about? Yeah, what was the shade at the end for? <laughs> nah, they were like, white trash. Uh, uh, I live in cool places. Can you explain your lame place? Right. The Kinston Indians in 2010 gave away soccer balls. Okay. Yeah. What a desperate promotion. To sell a few extra tickets in 2010, this Carolina League club offered soccer balls. That's right. Equipment for a competing sport. Kinston's All-America City Awards ought to be revoked. The beautiful game and America's pastime don't mix. I'm... I'm a little appalled by that. The Hudson Valley Renegades gave away toilet seats on toilet seat night. Now that's <laughs> a good one. Yeah. Wait, what, what night did they give them away? Toilet seat night. Oh, that's much better than what they did the year before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> seat cushions that serve as not so subtle reminders about the quality of water in the Hudson River. Surprisingly, this wasn't a standalone or giveaway. the quality of the team. Boo, take oh. that, Renegades. You're Renegades of puke. Surprisingly, this wasn't a standalone giveaway. Plungers were distributed to fans during the previous season. <laughs> that works. Hey, you know what? I've got an idea. What? So next week, I'm going to be gone. You're ramping up to your wedding. Jules, Joel. Yeah. Let's do, for next week's episode, a little bonus-ode where I do part two of this Wide World of Sport. What do you say about that? Oh, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, all right. So that brings an end to this Wide World uh, 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 this brings it on to this week's wide world of weird sports. Oh, we're gonna stay tuned for next week. Make sure it's just gonna be a clip of this one thing. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings a close on the sports, sports, sports podcast. Before we go, we bring back uh, Antoine Grisson. That's me, Antoine Grisson. Hey, All I right. can guarantee you, Americans will love you if you could read our contact. Information. I believe that to be true. You can find us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. That's twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. While you're there, make sure to say Viva la France, Viva la football. All right, you can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports the number three podcast. That's facebook.com slash sports the number three podcast. While you're there, make sure to like the France page or love our posts. Or you can find all of our back episodes at soundcloud.com slash sports the number three podcast. That's soundcloud.com slash 
Sports the number three podcast. And while you're there, make sure to listen to the many covers of Champs-Élysées. Oh, Champs-Élysées. Thank you, Antoine. You're welcome. Hey, Antoine. Hey. Hello. <laughs> yes. Is, what do you think of the Tour de France so far this year? The Tour de France. Nobody watches cycling. <laughs> Bye, Joel. <laughs> <laughs>